B-Pod Studios. Video games. Yes, you can! Comic books. Nothing is impossible. Sci-fi. Just anime. Do it! If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. What are you waiting for? This is Nerd Radio. Make your dreams come true! Can we update that so that my voice isn't introing us anymore? I recorded that before I was on the show, and now it just seems really self-serving. I love it. Everybody pay attention to me. Hello? You got anything over there? Hello? Can you guys we got, Jamie's got a dead go. mic. Hello? Hello? What's going on there? Oh, no. Check, check, check. Which mic are you adjusting? Uh, three. He should be five. He should be the last one. It's kind of, are you sure? I'm pretty check, sure. Check, check, check. Oh, there, there he is. is. Yeah. All right. Radio professional. Yeah, Can we leave right. all that in? <laughs> no, Can that be a it. part of the podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it because I was just making a comment. I think it's funny. We, we, we're playing this intro. This is the first time we've ever played the yeah. intro yes. on the way in. It must be to impress these guys right here. Yeah. It, it totally I am is. very impressed. Very much so. Uh, my name is Chuck Bean. You're, of course, listening to Nerd Radio. I'm of joined... course. If you haven't figured it out, by, figured now, out by now, this steaming pile of garbage I'm... is our beloved podcast. I am joined by Al Beck, yeah, who, that's won't, me. who won't stop talking that's so right. that I can finish the intro. He's quite chatty today. And James, who uh, I was the intro. You were the intro. Which is my problem. Uh, today we are joined by Halal Beefcake, the Smash Wrestling uh, Tag Team Champions, Joe Coleman and uh, Idris Abraham. Guys, welcome to Nerd Radio. Our pleasure. Thank you very much. It is, for fan- it is fantastic to have you guys on the show. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of nerd stuff like we typically do here on Nerd Radio. And then uh, if you're a podcast listener, you'll get to hear an exclusive interview with these guys later on. So uh, stay tuned for that. Fellas. You hear that wind? Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Storm of Bruin. My God. I mean, there was some rain when I came in, but is is one of one of the uh, things that's is there anything more unsettling than when you feel the wind move your car no. a little bit to the God, left no. or right? No, no, no. Terrifying. Yeah. Like that car is way heavier than I can fathom in my brain already, and then when when the wind can make it kind of go beep, yep off to the side, it's just like I don't I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Fellas, how was your week? Uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't expecting a quiz. What happened? You were all chatty a couple minutes ago. Yeah, now, you had now everything. Well, now the show's underway. I got nothing to contribute. Well, all right. Um, I had a good week. I wish I had something to report, really. No, nothing. No. <laughs> Just more mash. Just more mash. Uh, over, <sighs> over the weekend, um, Borderlands 3 was oh, yeah, free yeah. to play on Xbox, on PlayStation, on the PC, wherever you got it. And I spent the entire weekend checking out Borderlands 3. And I thought... First of all, I think a lot of games should do this because, especially for someone like me who has issues with um, uh, motion sickness, yeah, like I can try the game out immediately. So you know if it's going to make you sick or not. Yeah, I don't have to spend the $60 and then be like, nope, can't play this. Well, I think you would sell more games to me if you did that because uh, because it's 60 bucks and I'm not much of a gamer. So right. there's a lot of times where I'll look at a game and go... It sounds good, but am I going to drop the 60 bucks and then never touch it? Right. But if I had a weekend and then got kind of hooked, then I might buy more games. Let's be honest. It wouldn't work for you because no, you would no. forget. <laughs> I, <laughs> tried, I told you that it was coming, and I was like, I'll text you when I get home. Oh, to I told you, you not to bother. Yeah, don't bother. I'm yeah. going to forget. I'm not going to download that. Well, uh, well, that the reason for that was I loved Borderlands, the yeah. first one. I thought it was a great game. Um, when the second one came out, I played it for a little bit. But it was just the, sort of the same game again. It didn't have me hooked. So even when the pre-sequel came out, I didn't care. Yeah. So I'm like, well, eh, eh. 
Well, this this one has uh, the graphics are obviously updated because last time they did Borderlands games, they were on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if that works for it, um, but it does look you know prettier than than uh, the other ones. The guns have uh, have new crazy abilities to them. Some of them you can like they have an alternate fire on them, so you can go from burst fire to fully auto. Some of them you can change what element they do. Okay, between you know shock and corrosive and stuff like that. Um, what was it? there? There was one in particular that really, really cracked me up, and I I cannot for the life of me remember. Oh, you know the guns that you would throw like a grenade in order to reload them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you do that, they have a digital voice to them going ow, ow, ow every time they bounce <laughs> off the off the thing. And there's multiple planets this time around. Okay, you're not just on the main planet of Pandora. Like each particular area area you go to, you get on your big ship and go to a new yeah. planet to do stuff. It's fun. It's if you're a Borderlands fan, it's got everything you've been looking for. Oh, well, I'm sure it sounds. I mean, it does. It sounds great. Honestly, if I was more of a gamer, right. I would have been all about it, and I would have been playing that uh, demo over the weekend. Were you a Borderlands guy, James? No, not really. Uh, I played it a little bit, but it just seems so complicated. And um, I would play it with my roommate, and I would just kind of follow him around. Right. So I never really understood what the hell we were doing. I'm just like, oh, we're going over here to shoot this yeah. crap, and then we're going over here. We're gonna shoot this crap is we got to hop in this dune buggy and go riding i'm like okay i was just like tagging along but i never i never followed it i've always enjoyed the artwork yeah like the I, artwork I is cool it's done it's a beautifully rendered game yeah the way but, it looks kind of like a cartoon or a comic book yeah but i'm getting also, some nods over here were you a borderlands fan no i had the same exact experiences oh gotcha yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. i just hopped in with my, my old roommate i just kind of Got lost in it. And Get your own storyline. <laughs> stealing, stealing my story. It's, 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 same thing. Great. Same thing. James is picking a fight with the wrestlers. Awesome. This is going to end I well. Know. Yeah. We already I know, know my limits. I know my limits. We, we, so, we already got the title of the episode, the one where James dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Borderlands 3, uh, I, I get a thumbs up. I'm definitely going to be looking for it. Uh, well, I mean, we're into the, when you hear this, this drops during the holiday weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, Black Friday. I'm sure it's going to be on sale somewhere. Right? Yeah. This is when, uh, this is, this is when shopping becomes a contact sport so uh considering that we've got two guys who are part of a you know a contact sport is hello beefcake do you have any tips for people as they're going out shopping this holiday season i mean just get in there and be the biggest and baddest for the most part yeah <laughs> make your presence known forearms are better That's than fists absolutely. right of course absolutely. find somebody who looks like joe and take him with you <laughs> that's a good tip what are you doing on friday joe <laughs> I gotta get some stuff from Walmart. You know what? I Midnight think I can. Uh, I think I can escort you. Sounds good. <laughs> Perfect. <to me. All laughs> right. Perfect. We got juggernaut our way through everybody. Yeah, I dig it. All right. Well, while we're talking about gaming, <laughs> can you also pull me in a rickshaw at the time? <laughs> I would love to. I think you probably That's could. That's pretty much how I just want to train. Right <laughs> yeah. before style. Look, look at the goddamn shoulders on that man, Al. I think he can. Whenever we have a big match, I just have all my family get in a rickshaw and I lift it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a training regimen. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they hop in and you take them to the match. That's <laughs> right. That's right. right. Thanks for supporting me, Mom. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Well, we're talking about video games. A couple of things I saw over the weekend, too. There's a rumor that over the last couple of days has become more than a rumor that they're working on a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Really? Yeah. Isn't he like 112 now? <laughs> he's he's immortal. He's got, he's, True. Got, he's got an amazing Twitter Oh, does he? where like, people will be like, you know what you remind me of? That Tony Hawk guy. And he'll just be like, yep. That's uh, I, <laughs> to the top level, you unlock the rascal. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, though. You're riding the rascal on some of those ramps, like jackass style yeah, like yeah. stunts. I can see that uh, being put in the game if they, if they went or do something kind of cool. I haven't played Tony Hawk Pro Skate. I don't know. I know it forever, right? High school? You right. Know? 
But that that was actually that was my favorite on his Twitter is he was at an airport and the the security person was like, Man, you look like Tony Hawk. I wonder what he's doing now and he's like, This. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Which was that's fantastic. Great, yeah. But yeah, somebody on uh, I believe on Reddit that has connections with Activision said that they were working on either remastering the first couple Tony Hawks or making a completely new one. Now I don't know about you guys, but I would much rather just have a remastered version of Tony Hawk, uh, the first or second Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Because I know when I got that little PlayStation a couple of months ago, and I started figuring oh, yeah, out how yeah. to add games on that. The plug-and-play one, yeah. If if I had a counter of what games I've played and how long, nothing has been played more than Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I will come home, and Amy will just play that from, like, noon to midnight sometimes. Because hmm. when, when she gets into gaming, boy, does she get into gaming. That's why I don't have the new Pokemon game yet. <laughs> I, st- I still would like to have my Switch for a little while longer right. before I get that, and then I don't see it for a week. Yeah, for me, in terms of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. New one, old one. Like, I wasn't, I actually was more of a BMX guy. Okay. So I was like, I was Matt Hoffman BMX. Mm, I was yeah. I was playing yeah. that, Dave Mira's BMX. I was playing those. It's essentially the same exact. Sure. Um, You're just a, game a, it's a bike instead of a motorcycle. I'm on a bike or a instead of skateboard. skateboard. I hit a ramp. I hit a button to rotate to try to do as many 360s as I, as I can. Then mash every other button yeah. on the controller to do every single kind of trick that I possibly can and, and try to land it and get the high score. So no, You guys enjoy that. I want my two extreme back. <laughs> Give me three extreme. <laughs> three extreme. Is that well, on your uh, 3DO? Well, that's what I was going to say. Like the, the, um, as they move forward with the Tony Hawk series, much like the WWE series, it just, like they change stuff so much that it just you know it's not as good. The last yeah. one they did, I think they actually had a skateboard controller for because it was during the time that oh, rock God. band and guitar hero was a big thing oh, that was wow. uh, tony hawk ride or something yeah i like yeah i didn't i don't want to actually try i know i can't skateboard that's why i play <laughs> tony hawk a skater well yeah that's what i always thought felt about madden too you know i used to right. play madden i'd get the new one they used to have the one where it was quarterback vision and you had to like have some real like understanding of the quarterback position like what the hell like i did play football i was a defensive tackle your job was kill whatever's in front of you it's very simple and i was a bench warmer i couldn't even do the simple job oh no so like now i gotta like really know the game it's, I, it's just it's Let's too request, much uh detackle vision for the next man <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah that would be pretty yeah. do you, you get, imagine getting a vr madden game where you can choose what thing you what position oh, you are and you can just get tackle vision i will not buy that i've got a glass coffee table i'm gonna <laughs> Cutting something. Oh, that would be fantastic. But the other thing I, ta- I thought about is if they made a Tony Hawk Pro Skater now, they would try and get songs from now to put in it. And yeah. to me, part of the charm of Tony Hawk Pro Skater is those soundtracks from the first the ska? couple games. Yeah, sure. the ska For and the sure. punk from the first game. Listen to Primus. Yeah. Or uh, the, what was the, the – I was just talking to Amy because she's the one that plays so much of it in our house. Uh, she loves um, – what is it, Power Man 5000 when worlds collide? Yeah, yeah, is Power Man, that, yeah. Uh, For me, it's it's the Suicide Machine's New Girl because yeah. that's, that's – that's my jam. So I just want to hear those songs again. I just want to Goldfinger. Hear... Yeah, Goldfinger yep. Superman. That's my jam. Chuck, I'll make you a playlist for Christ's sake. You don't have to buy it. There is one. There is one on one of the streaming services. There's totally a playlist. Oh, so absolutely. I, I can tell you. I've, I, I found it, and I've listened to Suicide Machine's New Girl quite a few times. The other big rumor that I saw on Reddit is that the next rock star, the guys who make Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. the next game they're apparently working on is set in medieval times. Oh, cool. What? So what? Like that sounds sweet. Grand Theft Renfe- or Renfest? <laughs> so you're like, you're like, you're like stealing like horses and carriages? And I guess. Like, yeah, because I mean, that's, going we know, to like old bathhouses to like beat up the prostitutes? We know them for Grand Theft Auto and we know them for Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And they've made other games, obviously. Right. Manhunt and Bully and stuff and, like and that. And Red Dead is essentially Old West Grand Theft Auto. Right. Dude, I love this. <laughs> I'm in. You, a knight on a horse just doing whatever you want. 
Yes. Just slapping people with uh, with your sword. You're in. You're in? All right. I'm in. I, that's why I want to talk to you guys about <laughs> so it. So you have to remind me. When this, <laughs> yeah. Well, the game's coming out in 2023, so make sure you mark your calendar. Right, <sighs> right. So uh, we'll play it in, what, 2025 or something like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> me and you play games well past yeah. their date. Well, the last time they delayed Red Dead Redemption 2 because they had to get the horse nuts right, so who knows what this <sighs> one's going to be. Yeah, if only they got the horse controls right. Yeah. Well, they wanted to make sure you could see the nuts shrink when it got yeah. cold. Yeah, when it got yeah. Cold. Expand yeah. Oh, I was so again. pissed. I was well, so mad when that news came out. Like, Chuck told me about it like I was going to be like, oh, wow, that's so detailed. I'm like, oh, horse yeah, nuts. Don't care about horse the goddamn nuts. horse nuts. No, Andy, Andy Green was excited <laughs> about horse nuts. You got to keep the equestrian enthusiast happy, okay, guys? If that's one thing Rockstar learned, keep the equestrian oh, and you enthusiast know what? happy. I ended up with a female horse, too, so I didn't even get to see the goddamn horse nuts. <laughs> How many people figured out they had a girl horse and was like, well, now I got to go find a dude horse. I want to see the horse nuts. <laughs> Who doesn't? Usually a, a line you only hear around when somebody's into bestiality. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome or to Nerd Radio. Or furry or something like that. So, um, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Also, while we're talking about video games, before we move on to our, our next topic, I wanted to bring up the fact that for the last couple of weeks, the Checkpoint, whoever's running the Checkpoint XP Twitter mm. has been trolling me about that. They, they did a thing a couple of weeks ago saying, what does your backlog look like? So I was I was my you know day off. I had a couple hours to to kill. So I just got all the games that all the physical copies of games yeah. that I didn't have, and I stacked them up and I took a picture or something like that. And ever since then, I, I'm getting trolled about the fact that I will never finish any of those games, and they are wrong. No, okay, they are wrong. I finished Final Fantasy five, 15 last week, and before I came, I love Final Fantasy fifteen. Fifteen, <laughs> and before I came in today, I finished uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on my Switch. So that's two, two down. <laughs> 27 to go. Uh, yeah, you you got to eat your vegetables, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like right now. Like Checkpoint XP is telling you, eat your vegetables. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's also, you know, like I played Borderlands over the weekend, and I'm like, this is really great, but I got all these games to play. I really yeah. What are some of the other games in your backlog? I didn't see the I've got the stuff post. on the Xbox 360. I've got, like, the, the Wolverine game uh, that I, I never played is, is in there. Um, and what else? I got the Deadpool game because I never Oh wow. I never played that. <laughs> This is a huge backlog. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's massive. 2012, 2011? Yeah. There, wow. There are, yeah, there are games that are like 10 years old that are in there. Uh, I know I cleared off the second Marvel Ultimate Alliance earlier this year out of my backlog in there. I've got the what the last Mass Effect is in there. Uh, I bought the game Agents of uh, Mayhem, which was made by the people who were make, made uh, Saints Row. Mm, because okay. I love Saints Row, which that's another rumor I read that they're going to be working on another Saints Row, and I am in. Saints Row, in my opinion, so much more fun than Grand Theft Auto. You've said that. So much more fun. And I see it because I do have the uh, the PlayStation Now thing yeah. right now. <clears throat> and uh, I see it in there, and I think about giving it a try based on your recommendation. But, uh, it's, it, and then I don't. It, part of the fun, much it's like... Too much commitment for you. <laughs> much like the WWE games, part of the fun is you make your own character. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that, James, because I did download a Sherlock Holmes game from that service. Cost me nothing, aside from the subscription. And uh, I put it on, and I love mysteries and stuff, and I like Sherlock Holmes. And it was like, it got about 12 seconds into the opening cutscene. I was like, I don't have time for this crap. And I, <laughs> I shut it off. And it's like I wouldn't did anything. I wouldn't watch TV. Yeah. Like, I, seriously, I think I have no time to play video games. I do nothing. You know, I work my ass off at work, and then I go home, and I'm two beat, heartbeats above being dead. I don't move. <laughs> I know what you mean, because I feel the same way sometimes. So I have that Outer Worlds game. Yeah, sure. and I'm like, I got time to play it. I got time. I could play it right now. 
I put it in and I start talking to other people in the game, like the, the NPC characters. Right. And I'm like, this is way too much dialogue. I got to do too much work reading all this stuff. <laughs> okay, let's watch Disney Plus. And I turn it <laughs> off. James is not here to read. I feel like I should uh, not recommend Death Stranding then to you guys. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of walking from what I've seen. Well, no, super long cut scenes too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, Hideo Kojima for you right oh, yeah. there. What are you, you guys uh, gamers? Uh, I am. Okay. What, what are you currently playing? Death Abram. Stranding. Just Death Stranding? Yeah, just, yeah. It's, nice. It's taking, taking up too much of my time. Yeah, I do have sure. a backlog. It's not as old as yours, though. <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. I watched him die in the Samurai game at least 40 yeah. times one time. Yeah. Right. He's Second so row. bad at games. He That's hilarious. About it. <laughs> the, back, the backlog isn't as bad as Chuck's. He's played Mario 3. He has. <laughs> Absolutely. I played Mario 3. I'm great at Mario 3, man. So back to Death Stranding. Did they make Norman Reedus as buff as he sh- should have been? Because I think oh, I read that's an Norman article. Reedus game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, he looks. Uh, he, he looks, he, I looks think lean. he made the creators go back to make him look buffer. <laughs> that's what I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, look, I need to be the Hulk. <laughs> as, you, as you can see on my protein jug. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, we're going to take a short break. We're going to be back with some more nerd radio with the guys from Hell Out Beefcake. It's coming back. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. (laughs) Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. This is Jake the Steak Roberts, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Radio, wherever you're getting your uh, podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. We're also on your social media at Nerd Radio 101 on YouTube as well. And uh, James, we're on, uh, the, we're on Twitch the, Wednesday afternoon. The Checkpoint XP Studio. We uh, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP Wednesday afternoons around 1130. Absolutely. Chuck Bean, James, and Al Beck. Joined this week by the guys from Hell Beefcake, Joe and Idris. It is Idris, right? Yes. All right. I just wanted to make sure I, I'm, I'm bad when I first meet people. I tell everybody, I, it's not your, it's it's all me. I have the brain of a goldfish. Oh. So I'm like, wow, this rock is really pretty. His name gets butchered all the wow, time. Wow, this it's rock is really pretty. Favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. I, I'm always worried when I say it. Every time I'm about to say it, like even like I was trying to call him the the Sultan of Shawarma before, and I'm like, right. this is uh, Shawarma. He's a Shawarma man. Shawarma guy. Like he had a match at like Impact one time, and then online he was like making his Impact debut. Envious Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So I just turned it into a new character. I'm just envious, envious all the time. That's the most heartbreaking thing. And then on commentary, I was called Joel Kaufman one time. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't by me in that wrestling league we were involved. Absolutely in, was not. It? Okay, no way. Good. I want to make sure I don't have that that, that hanging over. No, my you head. were a pro, baby. Well, thank you. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some comic books here because uh, that's definitely sure. something we talk about on Nerd Radio. So this is the end of the month, which means the previews magazine that uh, Diamond, the people who distribute comic books, comes out with, which means we get to see what's coming out three months from now. And they have the uh, second of the new X Men. Uh, trade paperbacks in there, the, okay. what they're calling the Dawn of X. Now, the first one, they came out with... Just the Jonathan Hickman stuff? Yeah, okay. well, but this is like after the House and Powers of X thing, so this is the new you know, new mutants and fallen angels and marauders and stuff, all the new titles that are monthly now that are coming out. So Hickman's doing, I think, new mutants and X-Men, but they've got other writers mm-hmm. doing other ones. The first one, uh, the first trade paperback came out, and it was just the first issues of 
the six new uh, new series that were coming out. Okay. So Fallen Angels, Marauders, New Mutants, X Men. I wonder how that reads. I a little strange, but having read it weekly, they do kind of go from one to another a little bit, which okay. is kind of cool. There, there's definitely things that are going on in one book that will be addressed in another book. Um, when the uh, the next month, when the next Dawn of X trade paperback comes out, it's all the second issues. So from the sounds of it, until they've got like enough for just the first volume of New Mutants or something like that, they're going to put out these trade paperbacks that are all of like that month's issues. That's of a awesome. Book. You like That's that? Awesome. I, I really do like that because for a long time, Marvel had things where something would happen in a title, but it's not necessarily being acknowledged in a sister title. Right. But as we we're discussing with these Dawn of X books, like something major happens in X Force number one. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's a really big plot line. How are they going to fit that into everything? And then the next week, two, I think X Men 2 and something else came out, but both books talked about it. So it was like, oh, okay. So every, right. everything is literally tying together yeah. amongst all the books. So that's really cool. I like it. I so it, it seems like what they're doing in like the Marvel movies. How each movie will kind of tie into some of the other movies that are now incorporating this into the absolutely yeah they're they're absolutely trying to go for that kind of feel where it's like you I don't know if it's a matter of you you can't miss any of the books but they all tie into each other they're all in a shared universe I like even the idea more so I think it's a it's a cool way to get people to read maybe some different like storylines or different comics within the realm of the X Men or whatever that right. normally wouldn't check out Al. I brought it up because you're, you're you're a comic book reader and you're kind of a grump. I am a grump. So uh, what do I, you think of this? I'm grumpy about it. You're grumpy about it? Just the I, amount of titles you have to read? Because it's exactly, that is exactly it. And this is an issue that I've, uh, specifically with Marvel, obviously they all want you to read as many of their titles as they want. And they ship twice monthly now, almost all of them. A lot it's of them like, do. To me, it's, it's just, it's too much. And Marvel is the number one offender of that, where it's like, Maybe I just want to read my Deadpool, and I, you know, I haven't, yeah. I haven't had time because I've been two heartbeats about dead, so <laughs> I haven't been reading very much. So now I'm down to just collecting my Deadpool because that's what I love. I got my Deadpool, my Green Lantern, um, and then you've got me on a Garth Ennis Punisher book yep. uh, that you've been picking up for me. Um, <clears throat> but it's like, okay, I just want to read Deadpool. And then every time there's a, a big crossover event, now I don't know what the hell's going on in my book unless I read the crossover event. Yep. And then I got to read the Spider Man title and I got to pick up a couple of the X Men issues if I want to find out what's going on in that. And all I want is my goddamn Deadpool. <laughs> I just want a chimichanga. You know what I mean? Like, and it drives yeah, me nuts. Absolutely. And, uh, and X Men, and see, now you're a big X Men guy, and I know Chuck is a big yeah. X Men guy, so you probably want to collect them all. For, for the most part. Like, uh, I, like, I love a lot of the characters in Excalibur, for example, so I want to know what Apocalypse is up to. I want to sure. know what Gambit and Rogue are doing, and Psylocke, even though she's not, like, cool ninja Psylocke anymore. Right. She's, like, separated from that part. But, yeah, Ninja uh, Psylocke's over in the Fallen Angels book now. Yeah, I so. want to read the sexy Psylocke. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, and I've never really been into the New Mutants, so I'm picking it up just so I can see if it ties into anything else, which it may, but, uh, and, and Hickman's really good at what he does, but just, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not too keen on Excalibur just yet, or uh, New Mutants, but the, the rest of them seem great, and I can't wait till the Wolverine series launches, Sure, so that'll be cool. Yeah, see, I do like Wolverine, I'd like to be able to pick up maybe just a couple Wolverine issues, but then I have to read the others, that's what I hate. <laughs> Yeah. Is they're like, well, yeah. they sort of try to monopolize not only my money, but my time as well. Yeah. Right. I would say that you don't have to, like, even with the current X-Men books, you don't have to pick up anything other than the book you want. It's just that events will occur in all the books that the other books will talk about. Yeah. But like the, the, one, the, the, one, yeah. 
the one we've been dancing around is last uh, a couple of weeks ago in X Force number one. Uh, Charles Xavier was murdered. Dun dun dun. And, and again, again, yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, it's like he's the guy who's like has the the codex or Rolodex, whatever you're going right, to call yeah. it, of all the mutants' like memories and stuff. So he like downloads them into a, a mutant when they die and they're resurrected. So if he's dead, <laughs> well, right. what happens? Yeah, and that's the thing that they, they did in House of X is that now whenever any of the mutants die, they just kind of clone them a new body. Charles psychically puts the backup of them in it, and pow, they're back kind of thing. <laughs> it's kind of wild, though, because like, that whole concept, it's like, so technically they are dead and they're just clones now. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, exactly. We have to accept that, like the actual original soul of this being is gone, and now they're just whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> X Men was so deep. It's, I it's wild right now. <laughs> I didn't realize that Charles Xavier became the Cloud to back up. He to was, him. yeah, yeah. No, he was the Cloud. <laughs> that's what Cerebro becomes. And that's yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, the the idea that like once he's gone, like can we continue to pull this off? I have to imagine, given the protocols that they have, he's probably like he's off camera now. He's probably they. they they brought him back immediately. That's high priority. Oh, yeah. But he's definitely. off camera now because if he's a target, then that sucks. But if everyone thinks he's dead, then all right. Nobody's going to come after him again. Mm. But, uh, yeah, the new X-Force came out. I haven't even read it yet. This was the first week that there were three X-Men books. It came out today to then, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't even gotten a chance to check those out. But I think it's cool because the uh, the trade paperbacks, it'll be all of the second issues or all the third issues are seventeen ninety nine instead of the first one's like twenty four ninety nine. <clears throat> And I would I would imagine once again once they get six issues deep in any of these titles they'll be just that title. I will say if you if I wanted to get into X Men and I wanted to make sure I covered all the bases the way they're releasing the trades makes it a little bit easier because mm-hmm. it's all just one stop shopping for it all. Yeah. But how often are they releasing these trades? Uh, month uh, essentially monthly. I know that the one for f- is it February now? Let's see November December January February. Yeah, the one for February has the second and the third trade listed. Because they, like Joe was saying, like they've kind of been double shipping a lot of these okay. books. So for the way they have it structured, that you pretty much need to read everything, I do like it for that. But I also, I don't like monopolizing my time. So right. I like it and I hate it. Especially <laughs> when it's four or five bucks a book on top of it. It's yeah, like, right. come on, man. Well, and it's interesting, too, because if, if, you know, if we're collecting it monthly, then we don't need the trade. I have all yeah. the books. Yeah, I don't, yeah absolutely. I don't, I don't need that. Let's, uh, real briefly, Joe, you, you're a big X-Men fan. Where did you... Uh, Tell me about your your love of X Men. Uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> it's almost like it was ingrained into me when I was growing up. But, okay, uh, I, I guess it kind of started like early '90s, whatever, and uh, I, I started probably with like the original X Force comic because I remember okay. dis- I remember specifically buying X Force number one. Yeah, and the whole gimmick was that was they all had like a trading card yep. with them in the bag and I flipped over mine and I was like this guy looks like a ninja Spider-Man that, that guy's sweet and of course it was Deadpool yeah. and uh, I was hooked from that and then I got the Jim Lee and Chris Claremont X-Men number oh, one good. Yep. so I've been really onto it since then and then the cartoon of course came out shortly after that and then been hooked ever since haven't missed an issue that's <laughs> so. awesome all right, well, in other comic book news, here's something else to make you angry, Al. Uh, <laughs> it could be anything. It's so easy. But you're uh, reading Grant Morrison, Green Lantern, and you're not angry about that? Oh, I'm so upset about that. <laughs> Very angry about I am that. so upset. I hate Grant Morrison, oh. but I love Green Lantern. See, I have a lot of hate with that guy. Like, he yeah. just thinks he can be, he's like, I'm Grant Morrison. I'm so creative and clever. I'll put whatever I want out, and that's it. But it's. 
so just, annoying. Sometimes it works and sometimes yeah, it doesn't. There was one issue where I flipped it open and then like the whole issue was like an epic poem or something. I was, I've had enough. I'm done. <laughs> you are finished, Grant Morrison. Yeah, well, whatever your favorite character is, it's like Grant Morrison takes that over. Like, that's what happened to me. I love Green Lantern and I was so mad. Chuck broke the news to me, and I, did. I didn't want to believe him. Oh. Yeah, we had, I, I it was, was a moment. I, it, it was rough. As 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 today might not imply, I don't enjoy making Al angry. Sometimes it's funny, <laughs> yeah, but so, there, yeah, when I, I don't, I certainly don't enjoy making him sad. And when I had to tell him that Grant Morrison was going to be writing Green Lantern, that was a dark day. But I, I loved his X Men stuff. I, I did thought too. it was awesome, revolutionary, and just groundbreaking. And then, but they were like. It was the point where it went to such an extreme where they're like, we have to kind of like undo everything you yeah. did. That was yeah, that was probably the worst part of his X Men run. Is it like almost the we're used to as comic book fans, we're used to them retconning stuff and being like, okay, well that part doesn't count, kind of thing. Yeah. Like the month after he left the book, they were retconning stuff. Well, they, it wasn't gradual at all. I honestly still can't really explain what the hell Zorn is. I'm like, yeah, so it's... was it? It was a Magneto impersonator who was also a Zorn impersonator, and then Zorn does exist. What? Yep. Like, well, the thing about Grant Morrison is he does have a lot of great ideas. You know, he does yeah. he can write some really good comics, but then it just gets really weird. Timelines end up out of order and stuff like that. If basically, if you're not on the same drugs as him at the same time, it's not going to make sense. <laughs> yep. He tries to do it on purpose. Like, have you guys watched uh, Doom Patrol? No. The show? Like, uh, uh, that's apparently how Grant Morrison, like, made it big was this Doom Patrol comic mm-hmm. at DC, which I, I never read, but I was, there was, like, some joke they made. They're like, who is this show made for? It kind of breaks the fourth wall, and someone's like, oh, you know, the internet fans and Vertigo fans and Grant Morrison fans. And as the show progressed, I'm like, man, this is the most Grant Morrison crap I've ever heard. Right. <laughs> and then, like, I look it up, and sure as hell, he was the guy who was responsible for all the writing and things like that, but... He's nuts, man. He's, he's, hit or, he's hit or miss with me because he's I, he's absolutely smarter than I am, and try, sometimes he just wants to show it. Yeah, he yeah. just wants to write over my head, and I hate. Sometimes I'm like, get out of here! I hate that. He does stuff on purpose. Like, there's a Green Lantern that has a volcano for a head. There what? is <laughs> what? No, that's something I'm, I actually want to read. That sounds interesting to me. <laughs> Every time he tries talks. to talk to you, he just spews lava right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Gwenpool, the, the character Gwenpool, yes. uh, has what's supposed to be her final miniseries okay. uh, going on right now. And in Gwenpool Strikes Back number four, which came out a couple of weeks ago, she lifts Thor's hammer. Mm. But the way she does it is amazing. So Sounds very sexual. A year, a year or two ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does she do? <laughs> So she a year. How does she raise that hammer? Yeah. A year or two ago, uh, Thor had his arm chopped off during uh, Uncanny Avengers, and he had to get you know some some kind of so a new arm. Essentially, she goes and finds the rotting arm that Thor had chopped off and puts it on like a glove, and then raises Thor's hammer with his old hand. That's so she puts sweet. on a Thor hand <laughs> condom. Yep. And yeah. Lifts his hammer and then lifts the hammer. My God. <laughs> if that hand was worthy, though, it was definitely his pleasure hand. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> so... Did you think? Yeah, maybe it was unworthy. <laughs> yeah, but it, it became was... it was unworthy when he lost it. True. It's a great point. Nick Fury whispered whatever he whispered in his ear, and then he lost his worthiness. Right. And then, you know, he lost his arm, so it, it wasn't a worthy arm anymore. So mm. eventually, so what we're, we're discovering is she didn't have to put on a decomposing arm to lift Thor's hammer. She was worthy anyways. I guess. <laughs> what I do like about that, obviously, Gwen Poole 
and Deadpool kind of have a similar. You it's know, a yeah. It's a she's fourth wall breaking, but she, they they have done a good job in just in because initially Gwenpool was they did a bunch of variant covers. Yeah, uh, that were supposed to be Gwen Stacy, and the Deadpool one was Gwenpool, and the design was such a big deal. They're like, okay, we need to make a character out of this. Yes. So instead of making her just straight up Deadpool, but Gwen Stacy, yeah, she is uh, as a character. She exists. She came from our universe into the Marvel universe and was a huge comic reader. So she knows everybody's secret identity and all this right. different stuff okay, about I'm them. I'm remembering that now. Right. Yeah. The, the only thing I do like about what you just told me is it is a very Deadpool type of thing to do. Like, well, this will work. Right. <laughs> just put yeah. this on. But, yeah, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I figured it. Which by could us. be the episode title. Yeah. yeah dumb. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's all I got for comic books, but we do still have a couple of more things to talk about. And, of course, if you're one of our uh, podcast listeners, we will be doing an in-depth interview with the guys from Hillel Beefcake who are in the studio with us. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Roger me, will call me anything. Hello, hello, Earth. And now, back to the nerds. Welcome back to Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com. Also on the podcast page at Rock929Rocks.com. Thank you very much, Al. We're also on uh, Twitch on Wednesday afternoons. James, where yeah, are we? You can find us at the Checkpoint Studios. Uh, check, uh, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. I'm, sl- I'm slipping up today. Yeah, well, it's James, all right. James, come on. I'm nervous. I got, we got these hunks in the studio. <laughs> I know. Today, so I'm exactly. All, I'm a little flabbergasted here. He's the ones who are here. nervous. Come yeah. on now. Try He's not flustered. To, try not to stare at the pecs. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Hard not to. Actually, yeah. uh, James, well, so you you did a little bit of uh, wrestling commentary, but you've never yes. been a wrestling announcer. Would you like to take a shot at maybe announcing the uh, Hello Beefcake guys? Ooh, put me on the spot. Oh. I have to try to do it here. You want to try? <clears throat> like, uh, I, I can I can go first to give you a little bit of. All right, so where's yeah, you want you set the table for me, and all right. then I'll just have to try to outdo you. <laughs> all right, there's <laughs> my notes. All right, so weighing in at a combined 560 pounds from Gainesville, Georgia, it is. Joe Coleman, Idris Elba, the Sultan of Shawarma, and the Monarch of Mass. Hello, Beefcake! How's that? <laughs> I don't want to hurt, hurt your feelings. But it's, it's, right. uh, it's Gainesville, Florida, and it's Idris Abraham. <laughs> Idris Elba! Damn it! I wish he was my tag team partner. Damn it. Sorry, Idris Abraham. Uh, I wish I was that guy. <laughs> He's so handsome. <laughs> That's funny Andrew's though. It's hilarious because, as you mentioned, like I did a little comment, try to do commentary, and Matt Stryker called you uh, Idris Elba also uh, during really? the show, and I'd be like, "No, it's Idris Abraham. Idris Elba's the guy they're considering to be Black James Bond. Get it together, Matt Stryker." I'm fired. <laughs> and the See, funny I thing set is, the bar real low for we, you. Yeah, how's that table set up? <laughs> I'm about to pile drive somebody right through that mother after right now. He set that table with spam. Jesus. Good effort. Good effort. Thank you. <laughs> All, All right. right. So what do we? What, what do the got hell here? else? You got notes. What's the combined weight? Five hundred sixty. Five sixty. Okay. From mm-hmm. the uh, for, what was it? The the. Uh, 
Halal the Performance Center? Yeah, Halal, Halal Beefcake Beef Performance Center. The Halal Beefcake Performance Center. Halal Halal Gainesville, Florida. Okay, let's see if I got Gainesville, this. Gainesville, Florida. <clears throat> Need to make sure I got the camera on me so I'm looking good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got this. Ladies and gentlemen, in boys and girls, make some noise for the combined weight, 560 pounds, raining in from Gainesville, Florida, straight from the Halal Beefcake Endurance Center, we got Mr. Latter-day Night, Joe Coleman, and his partner, the Sultan of Shawarma, Idris Abraham. Make some noise for Halal Beefcake! Yeah! That was fantastic. Mm. I popped. That was good. That's I it. Popped. I popped for that. That was good. Somebody to get Chuck some new pants. Get some new underwear. He's popped. We are oh. flattered. Yeah. My turn. Don't hurt me. We're done. <laughs> and, and we do have our guests in studio, so we mentioned that we uh, stream live on Twitch, of course. Yep. But also you can check out the YouTube channel because uh, James has been cutting up some of these uh, episodes. So for clips and full shows, head to YouTube.com slash NerdRadio101. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about this week in... Um in wrestling, because it's oh, definitely... Oh, Beefcake Performance Center. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, 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 all right, no, it's all right, It's all right. It came back to me. Those WWE guys order. copied us. Yeah. yeah, right? Center. I do like... I wish they were like, Hailing way. from, we don't really give a... Uh. <laughs> Somewhere that's not here! <laughs> Al's got the biggest armpit stains I've ever seen on camera. <laughs> <laughs> on camera of all the days. Flex, all the Al, days we were in gray. That's why we wore crop tops. There's no pit stains You never get pit stains then. No. Right. Listen, I am not healthy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I walked up a set of stairs 40 minutes ago, and I'm still recovering. Because apparently they know you're Joe. He's, he's nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be needing that rickshaw to take me back to the office. I'll, I'll hook you up, man. Cool. Hop in. <laughs> Just carry me bodyguard style. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I... Okay, what do we got? This day in wrestling, whatever. The, let's move this on. This weekend was a Survivor Series. And also NXT TakeOver. Uh, we're not going to get into it too deeply because uh, we'll definitely have Erica in maybe next week or the week after. And uh, maybe, maybe we'll even get Nate in here because I know he's big on the AEW stuff. But it was a great weekend of wrestling. Uh, typically, I work midnights, both Saturday and Sunday. So I try and catch it kind of on tape delay. But both nights, I just stayed up and watched. And I, I really don't regret it other than the fact that I needed the sleep. I don't regret watching the shows because they were both pretty great. You guys, uh, Joan Idris... You guys uh, still watch the WWE stuff? Well, when we can. Uh, this weekend was tough because we were uh, at our own shows. Yeah, and, you guys were defending yeah, yeah. your tag team title. Well, no, actually, no, we, we actually just won yeah, we just the United won Glory. Yeah, hold those babies up. Tag yeah. team championships. Congratulations. Yeah. Glory Pro well. Wrestling. Nice. In a steel cage match. Ooh. No less. Brutal. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I was just, I was wondering, uh, what about you, James? Did you get to check out anything? I watched it a little bit. I, I always sit down and try to watch it. Right. Um, I actually enjoyed War Games more than I think I enjoyed the Survivor Series itself. Yeah. Um, and that's, I'm not a big NXT guy. So like to me, I was surprised that I actually enjoyed that more. But I thought like the, the women's uh, War Games match was awesome. Yeah. But then I feel like it all kind of went downhill from there. Okay. Um, and then I thought Survivor Series was just, it was just okay. Like I feel like the Survivor Series... It's, they're doing the same thing with this invasion like angle. Let's set up this match, and then you know somebody will come and interrupt it. It's been the same way, you know. NXT right. will come in and interrupt this match, so there's not actually a winner. And I just feel like they are really putting NXT over. They are. They are putting NXT over, and I give, I've gotten arguments with uh, people on Twitter about this. But for me, when I got back into WWE, 
the NXT was kind of like the farm league right. for the WWE talent. So mm-hmm. you could kind of cut your teeth on the farm league, and then you get bumped up into the WWE to be on Raw or SmackDown. So I feel like now they're kind of taking some stuff away from their flagship shows, like yeah. Raw and SmackDown, by now saying NXT is on the same level. They're now on the same level, and I'm fine with that. Like They have some very talented right. um, performers in there and wrestlers. Like They have some very talented people. But um, so it's like more like the third show now rather yeah. than yes. than being uh, a yeah. farm league as yeah. you were putting. And it. I feel like they're doing that to now be like we are putting on a, just as a superior product as AEW, right? To try to make mm, like okay, yeah. so now NXT is on the same level as these two shows that are up against AEW. So now this show is on the same level as these. So to try to give more competition for like, sure against AEW. So the whole like NXT takeover story and all that kind of stuff, I'm kind of bored with. And, uh, well, I, I, I would have to imagine it's kind of over now that Survivor Series is done. I, will ho- I hope so, because every time there's a match, I'm like, I wonder who from NXT is going to come interrupt this one. Right. Who? Oh, this is a big title match. I wonder who's going to come and interfere. You know, is it going to be uh, Rhea Ripley or Shayna Baszler? Are they going to come in and, you know, beat up Becky Lynch? What, what's going to happen? You know, I just I feel like it's all been so predictable um, lately. So a lot of the Survivor Series stuff, I was... Yeah, just kind of bored, right? You know, hmm. I, had, I was I had a better time watching Finn uh, Finn Balor fight uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah, the bro. And, yeah, the the bro stallion, uh, another one of my favorites. But uh, yeah, so three. I thought those. I thought that the the Mensa war game match was really like having Kevin Owens come in was was really cool. Yeah, and it was cool to see Kevin Owens come in and be part of the team, but like, I was, was kind of bored. I felt like it, it kind of went on a, a little too long. All those table so. spots at the very end were just like, oh my god. I'm, I'm, see, I don't even remember the table spots. So. I'm, I'm impressed that Champa Adam Cole spot was pretty brutal. Yeah, and I'm surprised that so many of those guys showed up. You know, the next night to wrestle yeah, right? full matches all <laughs> yeah. over again. Like, good lord! Uh, you guys kind of have you know you, as as professional wrestlers yourself. So I'm, I'm interested. What do you think of the the state of pro wrestling at, at this? You know, with AEW and NXT and everything like that. Like, what what do you guys uh, think of what's going on? I think it's awesome. It's great that there's a competition and there's a lot of different places to go work and be seen and um, get paid. Essentially, yeah. So yeah. it's it's really great that there's a bit of competition out there. There's a lot of <laughs> wrestling out there now, so fan, it's great if you're a fan and you can watch mm-hmm. it all. But Man, that's a lot of wrestling every week. <laughs> yeah, it's it's went from I watch wrestling, so I watch everything, to I like wrestling, but I have a lot to choose from. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. you can go shopping and pick out the type of wrestling you want because yeah, there's so absolutely. much of it out there. Well, it's the same thing with streaming services when it comes to like Disney Plus and Netflix and all that stuff like that. And obviously, we've been big fans here at the show of The, the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, over the oh, weekend. Love it. Over the weekend, the uh, the gifts that you could get online of Baby Yoda or uh, the the uh, not saying I have spoken or something like that all disappeared off of social media. Yeah, and everyone expected that that was Disney just swinging the hammer, bringing the hammer down, and saying no, 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 that's our stuff. You can't make gifts of it. Apparently, it was just a mistake. Apparently, the people who uh, run Giphy, which if you use Facebook, that's yeah, typically yeah, yeah. how you search out your gifts, said that, uh, that uh, there was just a, a glitch in the system that kind of wiped out a whole bunch of gifts, and those just happened to be because there's some of the new ones. Killed like Baby Yoda. <laughs> I, I used a Baby Yoda one yesterday of him using the force that says, me, trying really hard. I, like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love those Baby Yoda memes. Yeah, oh, no, they're, they're fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's been a fun show, too. You guys uh, big Star Wars fans? Yes. 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 What do you think of the Mandalorian? I love it. I yeah, think it's great. great. Are you looking forward to the the movie coming out in uh, what like next month? 
Uh, well, no, not really. Oh. <laughs> oh. This is a Star Wars fan. He yeah. has been hurt before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't even watch Solo. I'm just like, no, no, you'll not get my money. I have not even bought the tickets yet because I'm just like, uh, yeah, that, that last movie was so bad. Ugh. Yeah, it broke everybody's heart. Yeah, mm. I was not a fan of uh, Last Jedi, and you know what though? It lowered my expectations. I was so happy with Force Awakens. Rogue One was amazing. And so my expectations were really high, and then, you know, it was crushed by Last Jedi. So, you know, by the time I got to Solo, I was like, eh, it was fun. It wasn't great. I could have done without it, but it wasn't bad either. So I just, I think the expectations were too high going into the other one. Yeah, so I agree. Sure. Maybe, maybe, you know, circle around and give it a watch. And it's on, is it on Disney Plus? I yes. think so, yeah. Is it? I yeah. think so. Mandalorian is exactly like, Disney knows they need to, like, Star Wars is bleeding, like, profusely. Yeah. Like, it's on life support, almost, to an extent. And they're like, what do Star Wars fans really like? Well, they love Boba Fett for some reason. Personally, right. I always think Boba Fett sucks. But oh. I know, I know, I'm dropping a bombshell. What a controversial statement. Hey, and he went out like the biggest goober he does. ever. I've like, Boba felt Fett similar, where? yes. And, and he doesn't even do anything in the movies. He just looks cool. It was because of, like the toy was such yeah. a big deal before Empire Strikes Back even came out. That's why he got so over. Sometimes right. all you yeah. need and to be now, able to do is look Cool, okay? Yeah, it's got me this far. I just look cool. Hey, man, that's, it got us here. I right do here agree studio. with Joe, though, not just because he's the biggest one in the room either, but <laughs> he won't be here next week to protect me. But no, I've thought about that too. Like the one time you're about to see Boba Fett do anything. Han Solo hits him in the in the jetpack and he goes right into the Sarlacc yeah, pit. Right like, yeah. right so, yeah. I, wa- Disney I watched like- those movies uh, a little uh, later than uh, everyone else, and everyone was hyping up Boba Fett, and I'm like, and I watched the movies, and I was just okay. Like yeah. I was not impressed at all. I don't really care yeah. for him. And that's that's what Disney said. They're like, well, people like Boba Fett, so let's give him this Mandalorian yeah. guy. And then also, as we found out at the end of the first episode, people really love Yoda. So let's do <laughs> yeah. this Moda Yag- Magwai guy, and right. that's it. Yeah. That's all we need. It's awesome. Well, if you don't want to go and see the new Star Wars movie, you could probably go see Frozen 2. Because that is, uh, as of last weekend, is cool. the, the highest uh, global debut of an animated movie ever. Really? Yeah. Which uh, I hope we can beat when the next Enter the Spider Verse comes out. Yes, I, think I heard Al was waiting in line to see that movie. See last Frozen weekend. too? Yeah, on the opening. What'd you think of it? <laughs> Everything I was hoping for. <laughs> and you feel light as a feather. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Um, you know what? But not to circle back around to Star Wars, but I'm going to anyway. That's but fine. We're talking about what Star Wars fans need. I think the biggest problem they have right now is they're between two fan bases because we've got the aging Star Wars fans, but they also desperately want new fans. And I think they're, that's where we're running into problems. You know, like last Jedi, one of my, those goddamn porgs were obnoxious, <laughs> but they're trying to get kids into this mm-hmm. thing. You yeah, know? They're almost Disneyfying Star Wars a little bit too much. Right. Like yeah. Porgs. And I forget what some of my, arg- uh, my other complaints were uh, with the other movies, which believe I'm drawing a blank on it because I'm so infuriated with <laughs> that this. movie. Disrespected. I am the only. Yeah. Per- I am the only person in this room that liked Last Jedi. Whoa! Oh my yeah. goodness! That person. movie was awesome for the big block Star Wars, da, 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 and then it sucked after that. <laughs> Chuck, you might want to keep that a secret. Uh, it's already out there now. They're going to pull your nerd card, man. Joe's no. angry. Oh. oh, you won't like him when he's angry. <laughs> my rage. <laughs> my rage. Please tell me you sat in the ring. <laughs> I got I to draw that, a blank when I go out no, there. No, no. Let me tell you about 
what happens when the bell rings? Because I don't, I don't know what happens, but he just says the weirdest things ever. As soon as the bell rings, he'll just start calling himself daddy or something. It's just, yeah, so he, he does say that. Oh, my God. That's hilarious, though. My but he look me in the eye and just go, my rage. I feel, like I, could, I feel like I could whoop your ass at that point. Oh, uh, someone's got to walk me to my car later. Uh, we were talking about Tony Hawk earlier, Tony Hawk's pro skater. I found this video over the weekend from GQ Sports where they had Tony Hawk break down the skateboarding parts of some of our favorite movies, like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2000, from 2012, yeah, yeah. or uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. He talks about Marty McFly's skateboarding chops. Mm. Uh, definitely, I'll share this on our social media, but it's fun, it's fun to hear him. Like He's talking about Spider-Man and one of the kickflips he does. He's like... Okay, well, his board never leaves his back foot, so it's obviously attached to his back foot. And so he's like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of skateboarding. Yeah, wow, <laughs> I love it. He's breaking it down like there's the in Scott Pilgrim. There's the, the one thing where Chris Evans does the big grind yeah. down the down the stuff, and and he's like, okay, so this would work more in my video games than it would in act. Like you, there's no way you could jump from that one to that one, and then that one to that one, and then he also they call at the end of it when he when he crashes, they call they call it a bail, and he's like, that's not actually called a bail. Ah! <laughs> You suck! That's how it is with, like, everything in the movies, too, apparently. Like, if you see a scene where they're in the hospital and they're trying to administer, like, CPR or sure. ER things, like, it's apparently all wrong almost all the time. Yeah, anybody, even, like, anybody who works in the medical profession is like, that's not how yeah. it works. And, like, even for, you're like, killing him. stuff with, like, yeah. you're, you're killing him! <laughs> <laughs> like, stuff with pro wrestling. I was watching Glow, and, like, okay. they had the girls on there, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I watched them do this bump. It's easy. You just do this, and uh, and then all of a sudden, all, all of them knew how to do it. And I was right. Like, it's really hard like, and painful. It's, um, it's, not, it's not that easy. No. My, my first day, they made me do that thing over again, like over and over until I my elbows are bleeding. And I yeah. still did not get it right until like weeks later. Right. The ring Idris trained in is just murder. It's almost like hitting concrete. It's oh, like a bump in. God. So it's... I, I've yeah. taken. I've Be, taken a lot of those glow girls would have just left. <laughs> I've taken just... one ring bump ever. It was when we recorded that video for uh, you and you and the two guys won video game. Yeah, you. I forget you what were... game you even reviewed. Uh, it was a wrestling game. It was probably yeah. the whatever WWE game was that year. But you guys asked me to be the referee, and I, I was there. I get to be in a wrestling ring. Oh my god! <laughs> and we were standing around. We were waiting to shoot, and I was like, "Can I take a bump?" And they're like, "Yeah, if you want to." So I just like, bam, flat back, and I couldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah. You have to breathe out. My back, my back hurt all, for three days uh, off of one bump. Dude, man. If I took a bump, I would poop out my backbone. <laughs> Just right out. <laughs> but I was so it like, happens, man. I was so like, <laughs> I was so. Oh happy. man, that's my vertebra. <laughs> I was so happy that I got to do it. I was like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I think you were the only one brave enough to actually do it. I know they're they trying to just... get Chuck and I to do it, and I'm like, I got a bad back. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I heard the way that ring sounded when you landed. I am not going to do that. You have to take me out of here. And that was before I saw Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano tear the ring up and found out there was two by fours under that damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> People think it's like a soft as a mattress for some reason, but it's, yeah. it's, it's it's like a wrestling mat over wood. That's it. Yeah, and that's that's insane. It was like, like canvas or something. Uh, yeah, you got like a canvas, and then there might be a thin layer of styrofoam under it, depending on how, how right. good the promotion you're wrestling for is. And then yeah, you've just got thick wooden boards yeah. and steel under that. What's bouncing and, is uh, the is the wood warping. It's just that, that's yeah, what right. And like some of these independent rings, like that, like they might put carpets down under <laughs> yeah. under and the that's mat. It. And that's you're, serious. You're you're bumping on pretty much just 
thick wood and steel, and it's there. You go, padded. It's yeah, it's, it's so if you're brutal. smart, you don't want to take too many bumps. <laughs> Make your bumps mean something. Is right. what it comes down to. Interesting. I, I remember that. <laughs> All right. Chuck just realized he took a bump for no reason. I did. He's like, I did. I just, my bump was me. My ring, psych- <laughs> <laughs> my ring psychology fool. is not great. It really we'll, is. We'll work on it. We'll All right. Work on it, Chuck. We got you. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, podcast listeners, you're going to get to hear an exclusive interview with the guys from Hello Beefcake. And for our Twitch stream, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week for this week's Nerd Radio. Have yourself a fantastic holiday weekend. Uh, eat lots of you know Thanksgiving dinner and Try and be safe out there if you're going shopping on Friday. Yeah, don't kill anybody for an Xbox. No, it's not worth it. It really isn't. <laughs> BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. It's still real to me, damn it. Pause that game. It's time for more Nerd Radio. I don't want to see it. That's Welcome to your, uh, I'm just going to start that again because I have no idea what the F I'm doing. Well, it's, a, it's so funny. It's like it's not a normal, it's not like an every week thing. Welcome to your behind the scenes yes. interview. Yeah. Welcome to, your, welcome to your exclusive uh Backstage pass, if you will, if you're a podcast listener. We, Nerd Radio Backstage. I yeah, like it. We absolutely uh, appreciate you guys, and we want to give you a little something special this week. So we had the guys from Hello Beefcake, Idris and, uh, and Joe in, and uh, definitely wanted to talk to you guys about your careers as professional wrestlers. First of all, thanks again for coming in, guys. Oh, thank you so uh, much for having us. Yeah, and thanks for wearing your gear so we can clearly <laughs> tell, you know, it was you guys. More importantly, James, thanks like you for wearing your gear. We're like, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm, I'm talking to streaming, Joe right? through People messages. Can see this? Right. My nipples like, are out. Tell us a little bit about how you guys uh, each got started in, in, uh, getting into professional wrestling. Like, when did, when did you know that's what I want to do? Man, that's always what I wanted to do. Uh, like, and I always said before I started, I was like, man, if I if I just won the lottery, I'd totally just quit everything I'm doing. I have this money. I don't have to worry about anything. I'd just train to be a wrestler, and that's what I'd do. And uh, one day, I was just, it was right after I finished college, and uh, I was just bartending, doing my thing. And then I, I've just been such a wrestling fan my entire life. So I was following dirt sheets and things like that. I'd always read about what's going on backstage online, and I saw there were open tryouts at Ohio Valley Wrestling in 2010, and it said something along the lines of, if you ever thought you could do something in this industry, just come down and try it out. It's only 100 bucks. I was like, you know, that's going to be a great story to tell one day. So I went down there um, Labor Day weekend, 2010, and uh, here I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got bit by the bug, man, and uh, that's, how, that's how I got my start. I went down there and did the tryout, and I I saw, you know, what it took, and I was like, this is a lot more difficult than I thought it would be because people like Tommaso Ciampa was there. There's a lot of guys that have gone on um, and done some big things since then, but it was they've been, they'd been in the industry for, like, years before this tryout was, and they show up there, and they're in, like, suits and stuff, and I'm in – I mean, a, a wife beater, and I've got gym shorts on and wrestling boots I'd borrowed from an independent guy. It was kind of embarrassing, but at least I showed up in shape and things like that. But I was like, man, I got to just try this out and see what I can do. So I moved to Kentucky and got my start at OVW. Nice. What about you, Idris? Uh, I've always been a huge fan myself, um, except I'm 
I'm, I'm pretty short, so I never really thought it could ever happen. I'd watch. I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that, but I never, I never thought it would be, it would be real. And then in 2009, I went to my first live uh, WWE event, and the, it was like it was just a dark match. Uh, so this match came that that, uh, that happened was not televised or anything. Um, just before the show, and, and as soon as the first guy walked out, and just the way the crowd just like just ate it up, and and just watching him, like I have to do this. I have to find out how I can get involved. And at this point, I knew nothing about indies or, or nothing like that, so I just started googling like wrestling schools, and I saw, uh, and I, I'm from Dearborn, so I uh, I saw that uh, there was a wrestling school in Windsor, and I think I've been to Canada maybe twice in my entire life, so I don't know. What I was thinking when I decided to train in, in, yeah. in Windsor, but I, yeah. I just I just reached out to some guy named Scott Demore, and he just started e- emailing me back, and I, and I uh, started training in Windsor, and, and here mm. I am now. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It was also the perfect. Like I always felt like it was the perfect blend of everything I'd fantasized about. It's you're the closest you can be to being a superhero, or right. in our case, many times a supervillain. Uh, you're an athlete, and you're an entertainer. So it's all blended into one, and it just was really, really yeah, cool. How did you guys get put together? Um, <laughs> okay. So it's fu- funny enough, we both started in September of 2010. That's when we started training. Yeah. Uh, we, he's, uh, we're, we, uh, we have no idea. We had no idea who each other were, but we used to work out the same gym. Okay. And out, out in Taylor. Reps and, Jim and Taylor just closed. Broke my heart. Oh. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just kind of like, we, we just kind of started talking, and then we started traveling together, and then eventually we just started hanging out more and more, and we just would get rowdy. We'd get wild everywhere, everywhere we went. And then, uh, yeah, and then one promoter was like, well, you guys are awesome together. Let's just put you guys together. And then he mm. booked us. It's actually the guy from Smash Wrestling. Uh, put us together as a tag team, and then we uh, just because he loved to see us just be ourselves together. We, we just have this natural Let's energy. Get wild and party, yeah. basically. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I always tell Joe, I was like, I just always wait until you just turn it up a notch, and then I just feed off of your energy. And <laughs> yeah, I just, and it's just go <laughs> yeah. time. So when I first met him, he was so shy and reserved and the most respectful guy in the entire world. <laughs> You've and corrupted him. I, I did. I take uh, a lot of pride in that. <laughs> that. Look at this man now. And whenever we'd go to bars, I was like, Abe, no, you can't put your hair up all the time. It's got to be down everywhere we go because anywhere we go, like, girls would come up and touch his hair. I'm like, it is fanta- you are the man. It is it fantastic. Just, it. Yeah. it is. It's it is a, super impressive. He had to embrace it. And now, now look at him. Look at him. It's like, gorgeous, gorgeous man. The quad of war. <laughs> Oh, some of the nicknames you guys are running through are just, <laughs> amazing. Do you come up with those yourself? I mean, where, where do you, those usually come from? Do you kind of give each other your names? Yeah, yeah for no, the most all part. Joe. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, yeah, I'll give him credit. It's all Joe. He came up with all my nicknames. He came up with uh, the Sultan Shawarma, the Homus Spread Heartthrob, <laughs> and the Quad of War. The Homus Spread Heartthrob. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah just, just, just winning hearts all over. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll hear a cool word. I'm like, man, what can I combine with that to make it catchy? And, and that's it. Right. Now, do you guys kind of come up with your gimmick, your character yourself? Is there input from the, you know, the promoter that you work with? I mean, how does that usually come up? Sometimes. But on the independent, like, you're definitely your, your own creator. So yeah. you can do whatever you want there. But, like, if I, we were to go to WWE, for example, yeah. they might have some input on what kind of character mm-hmm. they wanted us to portray. Uh, I'm sure we'd have some say in that. But for a while, they'd be like, "No, no, no! You do this and this." So it it just depends on what the yeah what the situation is. Right now, right now it's just us uh, multiplied 
times a hundred, like a hundred. So mm. we just we're, we're we're just ourselves. Yeah, and just that's amped why, like, up, like yeah. you're just exactly. cranking it up to eleven, like a caricature of yourself almost. Exactly. Just like, yeah, well, an I mean, exaggerated version. Of, yeah. Mostly me. I, I'm a little more quiet and reserved <laughs> in, in, in real life, but. Joe is Joe everywhere he goes. <laughs> All of our friends will tell you that Joe is, is is oh that's just Joe. I mean, he pulled up in this really cool leather jacket he found that only Joe would only Joe would pull off. It certainly looked like a Wolverine jacket. I have oh, to say, you. I saw it on Facebook over the weekend. And I was like, dude, it's, it's, it, he loves Wolverine, man. It's like part Wolverine, part Tyler Durden from Fight Club. Well, yeah, I that see I that. Well, the part of that statement that I think you guys are sidestepping that you found where was this jacket <laughs> it was actually at a thrift store well, okay, it looks, okay. it's like legit <laughs> Wilson's leather it looks like it came out of someone's closet from the 70s yeah. but, <laughs> but it was like I, and I'm, I'm shopping with my girlfriend and she's like try this I was like look at this this looks so sweet it looks kind of like Star Lord's jacket but it's longer yeah. almost like a trench coat but not quite and she's like well try it on I put it on and it fit my shoulders perfectly and she goes oh man you gotta, you gotta buy it and I'm like alright and I swear when I put it on the confidence level is through the roof. Yeah, like I feel like I could enter the UFC and win the title in every weight division. Nice. There's, there's. You can't. I can't be stopped. Can. <laughs> like you I can, can make. Dreaming, deci- I can, can make decisions it. in that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two faces coin, but the jacket. I put it on. Can like, I borrow right. that thing for a weekend? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? <laughs> All right, man. Sounds good. So yeah, Things so are so not so going well. <laughs> so Joe will go shopping in a normal store wearing that jacket and those sunglasses he has on right now, and it's just Joe. It's Joe. Joe. I do absolutely love the heart sunglasses. Yeah. They oh, are, <laughs> I, I dig it. Fantastic. What are your, uh, both of your guys like your training regimen like? Because, you know, obviously pro wrestling is, is a very physical business, but it's also a very visual business. So you definitely want to make sure visually that you've got something that uh, people like a jacket, if you will, that people will connect to. <laughs> absolutely. What's I, your, what, how, how does your training work? How, do, how much you bench? But, oh man. Be- the best bench I ever had was 395 or maybe it was 390. I got really close to getting four plates. 395. All right. 395. Okay. <laughs> but I got, I got close to breaking that 400. I didn't, but uh, you know, it's just, I quitter. I, <laughs> man, it, it's really, it's really hard on the joints guys. Yeah. All right? It's it's brutal. But uh, yeah, I train six days a week and things like that. Shoulder, <laughs> just, I feel so boring talking about it, but you know, shoulders and back. Uh, nice. uh, yeah. Mondays and then on uh, Fridays and then chest and arms and on uh, <laughs> Tuesdays and whatever. And then there's two leg days, which are brutal and yeah. horrible. Oh, but, Christ. Wow. Two of them? Yeah. yeah two of them. Yeah. Had one this morning. The worst is like if you see a wrestler with skinny legs, that's embarrassing, man. Yeah, and, and see, true. and then I can call those guys out. I'm like, why, why is anyone going to think you can beat me in this fight? You clearly don't even train legs. You got <laughs> you got no engine in that car you're trying to run. I'm going to crush you. <laughs> I skip leg day, but I fill my legs out with pizza. But hey, yeah. you know what? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> are you are, are you the same interest six days a week? Yeah, six days, Whew. two leg days. Uh, I keep the. Where do you find the time? We, you got to make it. Like, oh we're very God. sleep deprived. Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. That's why I, I constantly like, I'm, I'm super impressed. Like I said, your shoulders are amazing. You got some guns on you, but like, oh, I, thank you. I can't, I, I can't have that time, man. <laughs> it's, it's, again, you got to make it. It sucks. It's brutal. And 90% of the time, I do not want to go to the gym, but I just drag myself because right. if you, you have don't, the if discipline, you, you have if you don't use it, you it. lose it. That's what there are it comes some days where we'll both just like, and I, I know we've talked about it, but we'll just park in front of the gym and just. <laughs> 
just sit there for like 30 minutes. <laughs> just give yourself writing it because we're just so tired and just yeah. want to do something else. Just but. give yourself five minutes to cry because you don't want to <laughs> be there and then do the work. And there's just no amount of caffeine that can like, yeah. I mean, and my caffeine tolerance is awful. Like, I mean, yeah. I can drink this pre-workout stuff, pass the recommended dose, and then I might have a cup of coffee on top of that. And it, it might do nothing. Oh, <laughs> and then I still, our friends, I still our have friends to drag are, myself into yeah. the gym. Our friends are convinced that Joe is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that he just has caffeine flowing through his veins. The buffest zombie I've ever seen. I was going to say, it's the most, keeps me alive. I've most seen him drink, chiseled dead man yeah, ever. I've seen him drink like extra large coffees from Tim Hortons with like three special shots in there and fall asleep instantly. Wow. wow. With it in my hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spilling it in my car. <laughs> we, and he's we were driving too. Uh, home from a show like three months ago or whatever, and I was drinking <laughs> a cup of coffee, and I fell asleep, but I did one of those like twitch things yeah. where you wake up, and I spilled it all over myself. And, oh, like, you, no. You can hear like the liquid hit the ground and make a splatter and all that. I'm like, it's, oh, gross. And then – but – Idris doesn't say anything. He's just eyes on the road, all this. And then, like, 20, we finally make a stop. I'm like, I got to confess something. I uh, I spilled coffee all over the front seat. He goes, I know. I just didn't call you out on it. Just, just driving like and it was just yeah. he heard the He heard the death rattle. He knows. Yeah. And I had these pink shorts on. So it looked like, it looked, it looked like I crapped myself, like, bad. Like, they were just covered because it went right down my crotch and in the back. It was just. Oh, it was embarrassing. I like that you thought it was still a secret in those big shorts. It was like the coffee, the, the car smells entirely like coffee now. <laughs> so you guys have day jobs as, as well as, you know, doing your professional wrestling stuff, right? Uh, n- no. no? <laughs> are, are you like, are you, you guys are doing well enough with the wrestling that you don't have to work day jobs or just you don't have one at the moment? No, we, we both do. The. I don't know. <laughs> we just hate that we do it. Oh, no. That's, <laughs> gotcha. I, I bring it up because it's one of those things like we're talking about the, doing the workouts and, and not yeah, having yeah. the time and stuff yeah, like it's, that. Like, it's tough, how man, do you, you gotta... How do you juggle the time between, like, got to go to my 9 to 5, but then I get yeah. off at, I get off at 5 and I got to put the shorts on and I got to be in the ring by 8? So Joe's up at, like, 3 or 4 a.m. every morning. I'm up at 5 Whew. every single morning just so we can make it to the gym. And then we both go to work. And it's just – it's rough. Like, yeah. Like I'm, if you ever, if you ever saw me at work, I'm just miserable looking. Like I am so unapproachable. I'm not sure how. No one has said anything, but I'm just, right. I'm not like angry or, or mean. I'm just tired. Are you like Edward Norton in uh, Fight Club? He's showing up and you're just disheveled, sometimes yeah. a little bloody. Just trying to fight somebody. I'd like it if you got confused sometime and showed up to work in the wrestling gear. Like, right. Forget which job you're going to. They always try to tell me to do that at my Same. place. I'm like, I can't sell anybody cloud technology like this. What are you, like, you might. They're you like, no, know. go threaten people. I'm like, guys. Yeah, yeah, you want to look work. like this one day? Here's a cloud. You need the Amazon storage. Come on. Get with AWS. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> so you guys are uh, multiple tag team champions as of this weekend. Congratulations yes, yes. on that. Thank you. Um, what, what are some of your career highlights so far? I mean, I'm sure holding two belts at once is one of them. Oh, absolutely. Definitely right up there. Smash Wrestling Tag Team Champions, now the United Glory Tag Team Champions at Glory Pro Wrestling. So... It's definitely a high accolade. I'm a former OVW television champion as well. Excellent. Uh, former Midwest heavyweight champion. Had to roll up the Man Beast Rhino for that one, two, three. Had him looking at the lights. Uh, then I lost it to him. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You won it once, I, and yeah, that's what I had matters. that belt. Held it with uh, prestige and honor your for three name, months. Your name is in the record books. <laughs> Absolutely. I love when I they say that, like there's Gordon record Half. books. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's like on Wikipedia, you know. I'm yeah, sure Wikipedia is, I guess, know. essentially the record books. 
Yeah, it's true. Right now, it is, if it is Wikipedia, you want that three months change to six? It's, we'll talk later. It's <laughs> out there. It's out there. You can, you can Google it. It's on there. Just don't go too far into the Google and might be on Beefcakes of Wrestling or something. You don't want to see it. There's <laughs> a place called Beefcakes of Wrestling? I Probably. Write that down. James, yeah, James needs to see that. Probably. He knows. He knows it exists. <laughs> Get out of here. That's yeah, okay. So does so he. Creepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was my so father. Creepy. My dad informed me of it, all right? Right? Your dad it, was, did? It, was, it was shortly after I started wrestling. He Googled me and he's like, Joe, you're on this website. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's really gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. But right. I mean, hey, you know, you can't some always. Can be taken, pro wrestling can be taken out of context every That's now true. and again. <laughs> and you can't always choose your audience, man. You just got to be happy you yeah, have one sometimes. That's it, man. Idris, you said you worked up in uh, up in Canada training, and then yeah. uh, Joe, you said you worked in OVW. Yes. Who are some of the names mm-hmm. that uh, you you see on TV now that you're like, I totally, I was I was in the ring with that guy. Uh, I mean, like I did, I went to a lot of shows with uh, Ruby Riot back in the day. That's like, awesome. She's a good friend, and um, things like that, and like everyone came through OVW. So you had Brock Lesnar, you had John Cena, you had Joe Coleman, Batista, Randy Orton. All the big stars got their start there That's at right. OVW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you included your own name in that. that was like, yeah, it's but, uh, true. It's true. Absolutely. You know, then, Different um, times, but you know, it still stands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like while I was there, uh, Drake Maverick was there as well as Rockstar Spud was what yeah. he was wrestling under. So, yeah, definitely a lot of people passed through there. That's awesome. What about you, Idris? Anybody that you're like, oh, yeah, I totally – I was in the ring with that guy. I trained with that guy. He, he – Freaking pick me up and put me down. <laughs> or, or you picked him up and put him down. Oh, yeah, and there he is on TV, it's right? son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 2017, I was actually I was signed to Impact myself. So I mean, awesome. I guess Joe can say that about me now, too, right? What do you mean? You wrestled me. Oh, you piece. I'm on the <laughs> <laughs> No, and that's one of the things that, like, one of the other local wrestlers, uh, Johnny Bravo, has been working for Impact for the last yeah, year. Yeah. So he's, he's a... He's a or referee and like it, the couple of the local shows I went to a couple of years ago, he was the top heel out at uh, was All Star Pro Wrestling or something like that down river. And I remember yeah. thinking like this guy is great. So then turning on Impact and looking in the is that guy in the ref shirt <laughs> is that Johnny Bravo? It is. I know that. Well, I kind of know that guy. I watched him wrestle here. He actually had a hand in training me because I trained that in, in, in his school. He just uh, beat Idris's ass every chance he got. <laughs> He's the one who made me bump until I bled. Yeah. <laughs> I, he, he strikes me as that kind of jerk. <laughs> what you see uh, with, 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 with Bravo is what you get. Yeah. So you guys, you guys uh, are mostly known as a tag team now, but you guys have wrestled each other before, right? Yeah, he it's, threw a fireball in my face. Singles action. I had no are idea. You, are you bitter about it, that? It burnt my face. Dude, I'd be pissed if James threw a fireball at me. <laughs> well, you couldn't throw a fireball at Idris. He's got all that hair. That's what I tried funny, to. No, yeah, no. Funny, funny thing you, you say that because the, that was the original spot. They were like, hey, hey Joe, throw this in, uh, in Abe's face. I'm like, I'm not taking that. I will I will die. Right. Like, all the product you will in go my hair. Up. Yeah, we'll just go. I, I, don't think I just wish it. he respected the business is what. <laughs> I took a fireball to the face. <laughs> What'd you burn? Uh, the top uh, young hot. Baby face, and he could, he couldn't let me get my retribution. I made you no. look so good. Oh, whatever! I always look good, Idris. Get think, out of here. I think I may have started a new feud. Yeah. <laughs> Don't break up on all beef cake. I'm trying to. Don't you ruin it. We're never gonna break up. I promise. And this looks too expensive for me to put Idris through all this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, all the equipment. I can't do it. No. You did it. Just make sure I died. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, if you put him through this table, you put us through the window because I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. I am not going to talk to our engineers. Not at all. Yeah, if somebody want... gets uh, put through the table, it's going to be like a quadruple homicide. <laughs> right. So just kill us all. Well, as we discussed on the show, wrestling uh, in 2019, it's a it's a definitely a different landscape with all elite wrestling, and you've got uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You've got all these different places where you can go. You guys are in the business. Where do you, where do you not so much where do you see yourself, but what is your goals in 2019 as wrestlers? We, we just honestly we just want to make a living off, uh, off wrestling, so we don't have to go to our day jobs. It doesn't matter where we go. We we want to go everywhere. You know, we we want to travel. We want to make money. We, we just want to focus our, our all our lives on on wrestling. That that's our mm-hmm. dream for sure. Yeah, that would be great. And I mean, personally, I really love what they're doing at NWA right oh, now. Sure. Yeah, like oh, I love that style. So I'd love to see that really catch fire and just be have all these different horses in the race where all these wrestlers can go and work. So yeah, I'd love to, you know, try my hand in that or mm-hmm. even at AW WWE, wherever. Wherever it, wherever the chips Everywhere. fall, yeah, exactly. Wherever those muscles take you, absolutely. And that jacket too. <laughs> the, yeah, the jacket, absolutely. The jacket. Where uh, where can people find you guys online? Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Idris Abraham. My uh, Twitter and Instagram handle, both of them, is at Thunderlats. <laughs> well done. Lats, like, that's you know, why I couldn't get it. That's why I got all these puns. <laughs> I tried for months to get that handle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But even when I was doing the singles wrestling thing, like uh, this podcast Detroit, they had the actual voice actor who did Lion-O on Thundercats on there. And like, hey, can you record this one thing for us? And he recorded him going, Thunder, 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 Thunder Lats. Oh, so I put that before my entrance theme. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It was so sweet. <laughs> what what is what is uh, the Hollow Beefcake entrance theme? Uh, right now we actually use uh, we have two. Yeah, we, have two yeah, we use Electric Six Radio Gaga, and then we had this um, really awesome Japanese anime X Men intro. Because <gasps> that is a great song. Is, uh, do you know it? I that do. Japanese one. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's the yeah. second one. Okay. And we have uh, like we found like an HD version of it, and that's what we've been using at Smash and everywhere else. So. It's uh pumps us up. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, that's good. And as sweet as you know the intro is in our Americanized animated X-Men cartoon in Japan, they were like, "You know what? Let's kick to, it up a notch." Yeah, we it's, need to go even harder. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys got some matches coming up we can tell our uh, our listeners about? Yeah, we have uh the London Music Hall on December 15th. We've got to defend the tag team championships, the Smash Tag Team Championships against the Revolt. <laughs> Man, might as well just give us a day off. Bunch yeah, of right. pussies, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't Absolutely. Ta- we'll don't talk what- too much smack about them. <laughs> They're next week's guests. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> hey, guys. We got that coming up. Uh, we've got Clash Wrestling here on December 6th. In, is that in Flat Rock? Uh, Woodhaven. Woodhaven. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the same thing, kind of. In, in the area, down Riv. <laughs> but yeah we've got that going on and then uh looks like we've got a busy new year with glory pro and things like that as well excellent well thank you guys for coming in thanks for uh hanging out and talking some nerd stuff with us oh man thanks for having us i'm in a difficult situation here i mean after all you're nerds have a great weekend see you later thank nerds you. and we're out can you give us a real uh, a real quick kind of thing we can put in front of a sweeper? So it's just like, like introduce yourself, like, hey, you're listening to Nerd Radio? Yep. Hey, this is the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. 
I think they were looking for something a little more tag team. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you can do. Do a single one. That's when you're supposed to. All right, all right. Two, two. Yeah, he's to also my about left. to bury me to, as well. To my left, you're uh, looking at the monarch of mass, the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman. And over to my right, even though it's the radio, you don't know where I'm sitting. You've got the hummus bread heartthrob, the quad of war, the sultan of shawarma, Idris Abraham. And together, we are known as Hello. Beefcake, Beef and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Oh, that's perfect. That was Amazing. beautiful. Amazing. That was awesome. The, I, have, I have to use Joe's too because, well, yeah. because at the very <laughs> end you're like, I think you wanted a tag team. No, that is that's, that's, so selfish. That's, that's, the most, that's what makes it the most perfect ID we've ever had because yep. it's got the whole thing's got to be just as I think they're looking for a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's got to be part of it. It's got to be. Oh, oh, sorry, so I'm sorry, Dave. I thought you were going to jump in after that. <laughs> oh, you, I thought you, you were going to do you it. You finished it. Yeah, you couldn't jump in. You had already finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was great. <laughs> that was fun, man. Uh, Thank you guys so much.